Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you. Welcome to another session of the Sunday Morning Inspiration Show with me, Dr. C, a.k.a. the Mediator and Shiro right here at our ground zero. Wherever you are today, I want you to Have a seat. I want you to sit back and listen to the program for today. The title of the program for today is Hate-Filled World. While you are This is one of those days when so much has happened in this world that uh, 
when we get to feel what all of the protests and all of the marches are about. So I want you to take this time. This is our time, 15 to 30 minutes of motivation and inspiration. Get into a comfortable position. We're going to jump into our program in a moment. Sit back. I'm going to turn on our opening song one more time to give you time to get situated. This is all of, the name of the the uh, song is When You Know. And you see, with everything going on in this hate-filled world, sometimes when we know, we tend to do better. So I'm going to let the song play, and then I'm going to come back. But you should be in lying a seated position because we're going to jump into our breathing exercises right after. So I will be back in a few moments. I may not let the song play all the way through, but prepare yourselves for our time together for this 15 to 30 minutes. Okay, welcome to our program. 
as I said, get into a comfortable position. For those of you who may be new, wherever you are listening in the world, live or to the replay, I am Dr. C, a.k.a. The Mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. When I say that we're at ground zero, it does not mean that we're at rock bottom. It simply means that we are on solid ground where we can dig in deeply and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights. This program today is all about the hate-filled world. But before we get into our program, we're going to do our breathing exercises. That is why... I want you to be in a seated or lying position because I don't want you to get hurt because our eyes will be closed. To all of my diehard students, I know you know the routine, but for many of you, several things will happen. After our breathing exercises, I'm going to jump into this week's lesson. There may be times when I get quiet. Those are the times that I give you a chance to digest what has been discussed up to that moment, figure out where you can apply it in your lives, and if you know others who could benefit from our programs, please share. And as far as our legal aspect, the aspect, the comments and opinions of those of show guests, callers, and hosts, they do not represent the Wall Foundation, Inc., or Healing Through Hurt, I Talk Radio Network, or its representatives. Have to get that out of the way. So today, eyes closed, lying or seated positions. Let's start our breathing exercises. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Again, inhale. Now exhale slowly. I promise I won't keep you long today. As I said, this is 15 to 30 minutes of motivation and inspiration. You can continue your breathing exercises and just allow my voice to guide you today. Or, for my students, of course, I know you have your notepads and your pens and pencils and you will be here to take notes, so... I'm going to let the music play its way through while we get started. But for many of you, just be still. So many of us, we're feeling some kind of way, and we are experiencing so many emotions right now with everything going on in the world. And the killings have not stopped since Mr. Floyd. The killings are continuing. The new uproars with the killing of the young man who had fallen asleep at a Wendy's and they called the police and he ended up in an eternal sleep. I'm not here today to talk about what was right or wrong, whether or not his grabbing the taser and pointing at it toward the officers warranted him to be killed, shot in the back while he was running away from them. 
the young man who they found hanged, who they originally thought was a suicide, and now it's suspicious death. We are dying. There are so many people who claim to be Christians. But let me say this. First John 4.20 If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, who he, whom he has not seen. Let me say that one again. For some of you so-called Christians out here who are supporting the hatred, supporting the killing, supporting the separatism, supporting the racism, supporting the bigotry, supporting the discrimination, supporting the profiling. First John 4.20 says clearly, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. You cannot have it both ways. Don't come back and say, well, what the Bible really meant was, it's kind of like what they did during slavery when Master used to say, this is our version of what the Bible is trying to say. Anyone can, manipu- can manipulate any book to suit his or her agenda. Anyone can manipulate any book to suit his or her agenda. 1 John 2, 9, whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Let me say that one again, 1 John 2, 9. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. And for those of you who say, oh, you brown people aren't my brother, we are the human race. We are all humans. We are human beings, whether some of you want to admit it or not. I have just as much of a right to live and be treated fairly and equally as you do. I worked my tail off to get everything that I have achieved. And still, I will never be able to have that respect, to get that good job, to get that wonderful pay that my white counterparts have who have less education, less qualifications, less everything because of privilege in this country that has permeated throughout this world. We have leadership who promotes the hatred, who promotes the discrimination, who promotes loot them and shoot them, who promotes harming people who don't look like the privilege. I pray for all of us. I pray for all of us, but I pray more for the black and brown people of the world because even then some of the other brown people think that they are better and want to separate themselves when the privilege doesn't like any of us. This thing called COVID-19 came along and the privilege started to attack the Asians and the Asians attacked the black and brown and the browns attacked the black. And the Asians attack the black. And the cops kill the blacks. The cops step on their neck while the other cops stand around and look. 
and claim, I'm new. I didn't know. You don't know that that was the wrong thing to do. You don't belong in that profession at all. Go to jail and stay there. Tables were turned, and that was a black cop on a white cop's neck, and that white on a white man's neck, and that white man died. There would be no question that that officer was wronger than hell. He would be in jail. They would speed along the trial, and he would be put on first-degree murder charges, not second or the infamous third. Yes, today, I'm talking about this hate-filled world. That doesn't change the fact that some of the best people I know who have helped me the most do not look like me. I'm not talking about those people. And many of them, they recognize their privilege. They don't stand around talking about, well, I don't understand why it matters. And I don't understand this. And I don't understand. Don't mask your privilege that you love under the auspice of ignorance. And you all know who I'm talking to. That moment of silence, people, because this hatred has permeated throughout the world. I worry about my grandchildren, all of them, two are boys. My grandson just got his license. He could be killed just because of the color of his skin. And then those officers are going to stand around and get their lies together. Say, say this, say this, so we can justify this. Say this, say that. And then their partners are going to join in because, you know, it's that brotherhood, that fraternal order of perpetrators who hide behind a badge. That order of perpetrators who sit on benches, who represent us in court, who operate on us and our loved ones, that same order is everywhere. But the bullies with bullets have just gotten off the chain late of late, more so than usual. Or maybe it's been the same, but now people have cameras and people have ways to tape and film what's going on. Proverbs ten twelve, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. We have those who are considered privileged out there walking with the black and the brown folks. Because you see, not every privileged person is buying into this hatred, buying into this entitlement, buying into this bigotry. We have the people over there in Washington who have led campaigns based on the hatred, based on the bigotry, based on the racism. And it runs abound. It runs abound no matter where we are, whether we're working at the Ma and Pa store, whether we're working at other retail establishments, whether we're working for federal agencies. It has become problematic across the board. Black and brown people are not being treated fairly. We have to work 
a million times harder and still not achieve that same level of comfort and living that our privileged counterparts receive. And sometimes maybe it is time for us to go back to our motherlands, to go back. Because you see, slaves were brought here to this country because the privileged couldn't do things for themselves, and they still cannot. They have the high-paying jobs, but they know nothing. They need us black and brown people to do the work for them, to know the answers for them. What happens when the black and brown people are not there for them anymore? Things will start to go awry. And they'll keep looking until they find some more replacement black and brown people who will take their little piddly salaries, not realizing that they're only paying, being paid a fraction of what their white counterparts are making with a high school education, with a 2.0 or less GPA for high school, and they work their tail off in college. The black and brown people I'm talking about to get those degrees, to make something of themselves, to go higher, to aim higher, to achieve more. And they're still at the bottom of the pay scale. They're still at the bottom of the hiring practice. They're still at the bottom of everything. They're killing us in more ways than one. We are dying. Some of you, Now I'm talking to the black and brown folks. You're living in that realm with, well, I got a good life. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with everything. So until it comes to your door, you don't give a damn. Just remember, people will remember your responses and your silence. We did a blackout, what, about a week or so ago. Some of my non-black and brown associates actually stepped up. And we're not afraid to put their names out there and let people know that our lives matter too. Anything to keep that separatism going, well, our lives matter too. You have everything given to you on diamond dinner plates and silver platters. Had that young man been white asleep at Wendy's, first of all, no one would have called the police for him. They may have called an ambulance to see if he was okay, but they would not have called the police, being wild, black and brown, jogging wild, black and brown, walking your dog wild, black and brown, putting a sign in your own, on your own property wild, black and brown, working out in the gym wild, black and brown. Breathing while black and brown. We're not allowed to do any of that. And somehow, because the, 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 the people in Washington have convinced people that this is the privileged land. Last time I checked, my ancestors were here before the privileged even got here. The rejects from the European countries. They didn't want them, so they said bye-bye. Go ahead, get on your little boats and go, go, go. People to think that they're better just based on the tone of skin, there's a problem. They have tried to silence me. They have tried to silence so many of us 
intimidation. Oh, well, they got out special things and they're looking at facial recognition and they're seeing who's out there standing with these black and brown people. What you going to do? Because you see, the more that we come together, the more that we form. See, those in Washington have been bucking for a civil war. This is just the beginning. Wait until people really come back for a while and see that the killings have not stopped. Even I'm feeling some kind of way at this point. I don't like what's happening in my own life. I don't like the discrimination. I don't like the racism. I don't like seeing all of the wrong people get promoted and get jobs. I don't like seeing people who don't like, look like me getting a promotion based on my hard work. I don't like what I'm seeing in this world. I can't breathe either. And they don't even have their knees on my neck, but they are holding me down in the other ways and they are strangling me. Wake up, stand up, speak up, people, because this is not going to get better. Every time this happens, if you've noticed that these things are growing, I'm not talking about those ignorant-ass looters out there. Throw their asses in jail. They're, now, they're masking, you know, I'm just proving the point. This is the only way I can. No, you can get out there, carry a sign, and you can march. You can get out there and try to better yourself so that you can move forward and be a more powerful partnership in all of this. But no, you're out there stealing tennis shoes and all of this foolishness. And for all of these companies, what you're doing, gee, that's really great. But it's a knee-jerk response. Why weren't you out there respecting us before now? Some of your stores and your establishments may be saved because you put it out there. We're with you. Thank you. We're with you. We're going to give a couple of this. What are you giving money to? Who are you giving it to? We're grassroots. We never see any of those millions and trillions of dollars. And we're right here fighting for the people, with the people, helping the people, young, old, black, white, brown, whomever. We are out here helping the underdogs because we know what it's like to be. And we know what it's like to come from being an underdog. I'm done for the day. This hate-filled world is getting worse. We have to do better, people. We have to do better. Because I don't see this going backwards anymore. Back in the day, they tried the peaceful march. And the racism was still there. It was just held at bay and undercover. Now it's blatant. Something for you all to think about. So with that said, I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also want to pray you enough Rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I want to pray enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. Even in the midst of this turmoil, find something to smile about. Find that time to breathe. Find that time to exhale. Thank the great I am, the universe, whatever deity you believe in. Thank that deity for having a roof over your head.
I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way or knocking at your door from this very moment and beyond. No words for this week. I'm just so done with all of this. And even I have to decide where I want to go from this point on. So with that said, as we begin, we will end with when you know, because when you know, you tend to do better in many cases. I'm Dr. C. I hope to see you again soon.